Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Firefly. And welcome back. Uh, I'm Mark Ovenden with Curtis Riggs. We just thought we'd jabber here in the second half because uh, we always get on a whole bunch of different topics. Uh, let's start with the NFL. You know, football is what we like to talk about the most, although it's fun talking about Caitlin Clark and the difference she's made in women's sports, not just basketball, but she's a role model for so many little kids. And I was just telling Curtis during the break, I brought uh, Nick and Allie and, and Harper and Nora down there when they played last year at, at Nebraska, and I'm planning to go down again again uh, this year to see them play, and it's actually on Super Bowl Sunday that Iowa is at Nebraska. Um, but the fact that these young girls, like my granddaughters, are idolizing this Caitlin Clark, that just does so much for their their confidence and self-esteem to know that Caitlin could do it. Maybe I can do it. Because Caitlin's from a small town in Iowa, for heaven's sakes. Well, yeah, and, and you talked about the attendance at that game was, you thought, roughly about 50,000? 15. 15,000. Yeah. It was their largest crowd uh, yeah, in the yeah. history so of Nebraska I, I women's mean, basketball. Uh, that's amazing. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome that now it's, it's visible. It's being televised. It's being promoted. Um, and uh, she's so marketable. I mean, definitely the, the Steph Curry of, of women's basketball. And now other kids are out there trying to do the same thing, which is what it's all about right there. We heard Megan Vogel talk about how difficult it was for her to go and tell her players that she's leaving for the WNBA. We've heard leaked audio, unfortunately, of Kalen's farewell talk to the Washington players. Um, different circumstance because I think the Green Bay team would go, oh, she's moving up to the WNBA. That's awesome. We're going to miss you. We love you. On the other hand, the Washington guys, I, I've just got six. I, I've just got such a, a set of. I've got so many different emotions that are surrounding all of this. And I don't know about you, but I've had this discussion with many, many friends. I'm thrilled for Kalen. Um, you know, I, nobody admires what he's done and is happier for him than me. I, I know you guys are best friends, but I'm talking about in maybe in the profession that I'm in, okay? Because mm -hmm. I'm much more than just a broadcaster. I like to be friends with all the people I cover. So I'm thrilled for him and, and just had a wonderful time when we went out to Washington. And uh, it was just great to see how beloved he was in such a short period of time. You go to Alabama, and here's Neil brought this up yesterday, so I'd like your thoughts on it um the, the the dangerous thing about going to alabama is the expectations are just there that you've got to be great all the time whereas at washington he he inherited a team that was four and eight uh they went 11 and two in his first year and then 14 and one his second year and made the championship game for heaven's sakes alabama 11 and two is a it's an average year i mean it it just is so are you concerned from that standpoint that there's not a whole lot of room to go up at Alabama like there was at Washington? Uh, well, I, I mean, it's a great point, but I think you know that accepting that job. Right. Yeah, you know that. And you also know that every year you can compete for a national title right. at Alabama. Whereas Washington, I think this year was a magical year. And... Every year is not going to be like that at Washington. 
and and I think um, uh, I think a lot of things have to go right, especially now moving into the Big Ten, mm-hmm. um, for you to be able to have that opportunity. And and I think you know there's a lot of of players leaving for the NFL. There was going to be a big rebuilding process. Would they be competitive? Of course. Could they play for a national title? I don't know. I and, and I think every year at Alabama, though, you're going to be able to do that. And um, I think it's just now getting there, getting ingrained, and building the relationships that, that Kalen will do. What I what I've really felt good about in reading in the last few days, because I've I've tried to read as much as I possibly can, pros and cons, whatever. Uh, the players that have all said, "We're here. This is." We're not leaving Alabama. We're behind our coach. And a couple of the guys who are really good players said, we really admire this guy's got big ones. He's, he's, he knows coming into this situation what the expectations are at Alabama, and he's not afraid of that at all. They, they really seem to admire that, and you've got to have that. Well, and I, I think Kalen did a great job of addressing the team and making it known that, uh, you know, here's what I believe in, and here's how I'm going to do things. And you're going to do them with me. And and then also making it known that I'd be an idiot to try to push Nick Saban out. Like, I want him and his knowledge and him to feel welcome and part of this and, and learn from uh, the best that's ever done it. I mean, it, it's, it's an unbelievable stat. Fifteen seasons in a row yeah. was number one at some point during each one of those seasons. Um, and so to be able to have... Just, you know, the tidbits of how he did things. And, and it's very much like after he took over for Coach Young. Um, you know, he had Coach Young around. And Coach Young, you know, mentored him and helped him with, here's how certain things, the best way to deal with it. I'm sure that's what he'll seek from uh, Nick Saban, too. You're right. That's a great, great comparison because I, I thought of that, too. In fact, I I, uh, I texted Melissa yesterday and said, I sure wish your dad was around to have seen this. Oh, yeah. I know he's smiling down from For above. Sure. Yeah. I know he's proud of Kalen, but I wish he could have been here to see this. I can't even imagine how proud he would be. Oh, yeah. And and to think, you know, he would never be one to gloat, but that he was the one that gave it just he knew Kalen and Chuck both at 24 years of age were going to be great coaches and willing to promote them to coordinators right away with their first jobs and then also say this needs to be the next head coach um, at University of Sioux Falls and he saw it he knew it he recognized it very early and uh, and we're very fortunate and lucky that he did and yet you look back to then just like anybody else uh, <laughs> the more you do something the better you get at it mm-hmm. I was so impressed with how well Kalen handled himself in the press conference at Alabama. I just, polished isn't the word because that's not him, mm-hmm. but real genuine, and he came across really well, I thought. Yeah, I mean, he's real. He's real. And, the, you know, the hard part, and um, uh, Washington fans, you know, they, they see it as just him jumping ship and leaving. I mean, it hurts. It, it, it's And there's no easy way. No. And you get pulled apart because you have so many things once you say, all right, I'm going to do this. But I want to, you know, I want to be able to tell and talk to and hug as many people as I can. But you just can't. And, and it's like as soon as you say yes, snap of a finger, you're on a jet and you're going. And you are working and you're trying to 
save relationships in Tuscaloosa and you're trying to find coaches and build, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable. And so then a negative spotlight gets put on you in, in so many ways, but he did, he, I sent him a text after that press conference, just saying you killed it, man. That was awesome. Great job. And real as always. And, and I think that's one of his best traits is, uh, he's so real and he's not cliche. Um, he's very genuine when he's up there. Oh, no question about it. Um, as we all know, the hardest part in taking a new job as a head coach, no matter what the sport is on the college level, is almost having to re-recruit the guys that are there already. And and in today's situation with the portal, uh, it's it's taken to a completely different level. I can't even imagine how much harder that is all of a sudden because when Nick Saban retires, these players have 30 days to go wherever they want, right? Yeah. It's an automatic free yeah. ticket to go anywhere you want. <laughs> and the same thing applied to Washington. Yep. Those guys could do the same thing. It's not like you even have to go into the transfer portal. You're right. just allowed to go. Yeah, so the portal is actually closed right now. And why people, uh, maybe this will help people understand a little bit. The portal's closed, but when your coach leaves, you get 30 days then to do it. And that's why you see Washington and Alabama players being the front face of the portal right now. And, of course, Alabama players are going to be that because they're all five-star recruits. And when they make a decision, you know, everyone wants to be a part of that, know why or what's going on or where they're going. What people don't realize, though, is, is, and and South Dakota State went through this with Tucker Large, or, I mean, Tucker Craft. Um, Schools find a way to get a hold of the players. And Tucker was getting contacted by every Power 5 school to enter the portal, and then they would give him, you know, whatever he wanted, essentially. Well, that's what's happening with, you know, players at both these schools. Other schools will find ways to reach out to them, contact them, and say, hey, jump in that portal. And really foolishly, um, uh, you know, it's, it's not unheard of for players to just think, well, I'm going to get in the portal and then find out what I can make from other schools, and then maybe I'll come back to Alabama and say, hey, Here's, here's what I'm being offered. You know, what kind of NIL deal can I improve on here, too? So it's, it's a negotiation. It's kind of a, a dirty business now, and they're trying to find ways. I mean, you've heard from Lane Kip, Kiffin to Chip Kelly to all these coaches talking about, we've we got to get this under control because it's, it's chaotic right now. And this is where it's feast or famine because no one pities Alabama. And uh, everyone's going to try to take these best players when there's a sign of weakness for them. And there are guys that are justifiably going to leave because they came because of Nick sure. Saban. Yep, and, and that's true. And and maybe even uh, the defensive back coach that's going to Georgia. You know, he, hey, that's the coach that recruited me. That's the reason I'm here. My relationship with him is so strong. And so you, you don't fault that, that athlete. And in fact, I'm sure Kalen's going to meet with those athletes and say, you know, we want you here. We, we'd love to have you. Here's what we'll do with you. Um, but, yeah, if you if that's why you came here is because of him and you want to follow, then, you know, I wish you the best of luck. Right. Yeah, because they lost another one today. Yep. Uh, that defensive, Caleb Scott, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's only going to play another year, and then he's, he's in the NFL draft in the first round anyway. Right. We're talking about a whole different level of talented players here all of a sudden. I mean, when you, when you think about it, love or hate Alabama, okay? 
they get a different level of athlete than most schools. But it's the only school ever, as as Kalen has coached from Southern Illinois to Eastern Michigan to Fresno to Indiana, all the schools, um, and they've gone against about everyone. I remember they played at LSU. They played at um, Michigan State, all, all the schools. He said when he was at Fresno and they went and played at Alabama, he goes, when those athletes stepped on the field, <laughs> you felt like you were playing an NFL team. Yeah. And that's the only time he ever said that to where he was like, wow. You know, and I remember him saying, um, uh, um, you know, uh, against LSU playing in, in Death Valley, how intimidating the, the, the playing in the arena was. Um, but, you know, the team, he was like, yeah, I felt like we could we could hang with them. But he said Alabama, um, their safeties look like linebackers. Their linebackers look like D-linemen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just a, um, a, there's an awe factor. Well, you look at how many guys off of Alabama's roster every year get drafted in the NFL, right. who sometimes you go, you go, oh, I don't remember him. Mm-hmm. He was, but he was taken in the fifth round and he becomes a starter in the NFL. That happens constantly at Alabama. It, it, and it seems like as you're watching these playoffs, you're, uh, oh, another Alabama guy. You know, uh, it, you just hear it over and over. And, um, and it, things will settle down. And when the portal opens back up, I can guarantee Alabama will be in the forefront of making up for any losses that they suffer because of this transition. Um, but the first thing is, is it's you, you got to get in there and you got to start to minimize the fire a little bit and um, get those put out. And then it, it, there's so many relationships that got to be built and a staff that's got to be built. And then player relationships, because if you're not in the players' faces all the time, they're going to feel unwanted. And if they're feeling unwanted, there's someone else at another school making them feel wanted. Kalen will do as good a job as possible of making his players feel wanted. Yeah, the only problem is there's only 24 hours in a day. Right. And he's he's going to be going nonstop, and, and he has been. He's He's been going nonstop. So uh, how important is it to get guys with SEC recruiting experience on his staff? Because to me, that's that's the thing that hasn't been talked about as much at least around here, mm-hmm. that's really important. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to have that. And it's going to impact and change, uh, you know, some of his, his coaching staff positions. You know, he's, he's kept some that were already there. Um, he, he kept the linebacker coach, the D-line coach, the running back coach. Um, and, you know, then you'll look at what recruiting assistants, how he, I know he, Courtney is, is coming with him. Courtney is, is, yeah, he is, he's like a lethal weapon. And he is really, really good at what he does. And uh, getting him was uh, to be able to go with him to Alabama was very, very important. He's, his title is general manager? General manager. Yeah, and I think it's just another way to, to justify the pay grade. Um, you know, we all have those scales that we got to meet. And um, so it's just another way to, um, you know, to explain, yeah, here's what he's getting paid and here's why. Because he's not just in charge of recruiting. He's overseeing all these other duties and, and these other people. Does he have background in the SEC at all? No, he doesn't. He's from Michigan, but uh, he is a very good recruiter. That's and, what I've heard. Uh, but... And um, it, it won't matter where he's at. But the thing Courtney will do is Courtney will get people that work under him that have that SEC experience, though. Yeah. Curtis Riggs joins me here on Calling All Sports. Uh, it is a Thursday. If you're out and about today, please be careful. Um, 
we were thinking about running up and, and joining the celebration for the uh, South Dakota State football team. And that's only been a week and a half ago. Holy cow. All this has happened in such a short period of time. I mean, I thought that one week was the wildest, wildest whirlwind week I'd ever experienced. But it has carried over a little bit, hasn't it? I would say a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going from Frisco, SDSU winning their second title to then going over to the national championship game. And, and then after the game, you know, just hearing the, the, the sorrow and, and um, I don't want to say regret, but there was some regret in Kalen's voice after the game because they didn't play well. And he just, if, if we would have played well and lost, then okay. But we didn't play well. And having to go in and address the guys after the game, it was really hard for him. I mean, he felt like uh, they just, they, they, they didn't play as well as they should. And as coaches, then you always feel like that's your fault. Um, and then it was the very next day. He starts, you know, and the next day you start, there's these rumors coming out and then things start to change quickly. And, and um, it's like, well, you, the focus just goes a totally different direction fast. Back to South Dakota State, uh, they've got a handful of guys that are working out trying to get drafted. If not drafted, signed as free agents. Yeah. That's exciting. <clears throat> I, mean, I don't think we've seen nearly this number ever in the FCS. Off one, they're kind of the Alabama of the FCS when you look at how many numbers we're talking about. Yeah, before it was it was uh, at their pro days, it would be, thankfully, we have a Dallas Goddard here, and other guys would work out, too, and try to get noticed. Right. Now it's, and it's been better ever since um, this year. They're going to have a lot of very viable guys that are on the cusp of getting drafted or for sure I think will get invited into camps for workouts. And, um, you know, there's so many different positions. I mean, offensively, um, there's there's a lot of talent there. And then defensively, there will be some guys that get in too. I, I did see, though, after the last show, uh, you and I talked about, wouldn't be surprised if Gronowski, um, you know, entered the portal and maybe looked at FBS, and then he announced he's coming back to SDSU. So good for him. Congratulations. Yeah, and I don't even know if that's official yet. Uh, yeah. I think because he's a grad student. Yeah. The portal being closed doesn't affect him. It doesn't. You're right. Yeah, he can actually. You're right. Because he's a grad, he can do it at any time. Yeah. But uh, was I wrong on seeing that? No, you saw yeah, that. Yeah. I just don't know if it was accurate. Yeah. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Mm, okay. Right. We'll be right back. I have a friend that had LASIK surgery, advanced Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> 
that I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pros certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Insurance and trust services not FDIC insured. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Ring in the new year with Ashley's Orange Tag Sale. Save on new arrivals, best sellers, and everything in between. Just follow the tags in store to locate the best deals of the year. Bring your sleep to the next level with up to 20% off our best-selling Ashley Sleep Mattress in a Box options. Plus, take advantage of easy financing plans designed to make your purchase even more affordable. New year, new home, new you. Only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. I'm watching the game with friends. I'm drinking beer. Playing pool. I'm having more beer. I'm driving home. I'm at a checkpoint. I'm getting handcuffed. I'm getting a DUI. Saturation patrols are coming to Minnehaha County. If you plan on drinking, always have a designated driver. Brought to you by the South Dakota Office of Highway Safety in this station. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. I love talking football with Kalen, uh, with Kalen DeBoer, with Curtis Riggs. Uh, we love talking about Kalen DeBoer. Let's switch to the NFL. Uh, <clears throat> we got four games left. I looked at the records and thought, Really? We have one really good record left. Baltimore, 13 and 4. Uh, San Francisco's 12 and 5, and nobody else has less than seven losses. Wow. Um, really, or six. Kansas yeah. City and Buffalo both have six. Uh, 
Who do you like? What's your feel-good story about what's left? Mine's mine's the Houston Texans and Stroud, who's been unbelievable oh, as a rookie. I, it, he has. He's he's been incredible, and they they play um, like young, energetic. I don't know any better. Um, I just go out and do what my coaches ask, and I play because I love the game. They, they are fun to watch, but for me, I think it's Detroit. I, I think. Um, you know, uh, uh, Detroit is the team where you just love the the energy from the city. The city's like, finally, we we have something here. And I think they're really talented. They're really good. I I, I think uh, Jared Goff, as long as he can play inside, he'll be okay. And um, I, I, I think they're the team that's fun to watch for me. Well, they, they would either be inside or at San Francisco in the championship game. So yeah. they're in good shape yeah. in terms of but weather. They're definitely going to need a massage, though, after playing San Francisco because that's a team that's they're going to they're gonna hammer you and beat you around, and, and the massage will be there for you after the game. What Jordan Love? I, I can't stand watching him I, as a but quarterback coach. But he's doing well. He is, and he looked phenomenal against the Cowboys. But he's just... He tries to throw like Aaron Rodgers, and a lot of times I think he gets away with a lot of bad throws because the receivers are so open. But he looked tremendous against Green Bay or against Dallas, and if he can play like that, and their defense can play like that, uh, they're going to be in the game. And I thought it was an excellent game plan by Lafleur. Ten seconds. Do you like Buffalo now? I, I, you know, I think both those teams are neutralized by so many injuries or lack of players. I think uh, Buffalo playing at home will be the team that wins, though. Yeah, they've won six or seven in a row. They were six and six. Yeah, and it's all if Allen could take care of the ball. All right, have a great day. Be careful. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies.